This is a production of Tripod Broadcasting. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's, uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> Let's cut that. Well, there's the beginning. Oh, that's the beginning? Yeah. Well, then let's begin. Welcome to this week's uh, GTST on Breaking Bad. On Breaking Bad. Uh, uh, season Matt, 5, episode 11. Season 5, episode 11 is... Episode titles, Confessions. Pretty good. Well, the, there was a lot to confess. I really thought that the Usher song, Confessions, was going to be somewhere in the episode. And I'm a little bit disappointed um, mm-hmm. is that, that the it one, wasn't. Is that the one Usher song that he has that he dances to? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. The Every- one, the one, The one Usher song. Yeah, yeah, every Usher song ever. <laughs> Anyways, um, why can't he just do one where he just like stands there like a white guy the whole time? I would, I would buy that single twice. You would buy <laughs> just to support on on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. I would get an iOS device, get iTunes, and buy the yeah. single twice. Yeah, buy the single twice. If he just stood there, like so that, that would be like a five hundred dollar investment for you. Uh, if he just stood there in like a pair of jeans and a polo shirt, yeah. Like a bad polo shirt, not like like, like you know a club like a note. Macklemore polo shirt. Yeah, but uh, just stood there. Yeah, and, and sang the song. Just sang the song. No, di- no movement at all. No movement. I don't yeah. think he could do it. I think Probably it, not. I think it's in his no heritage. Mm-hmm. That's as racist as I'm willing to get. Um, anyways, oh, let's oh, talk about Breaking Bad, shall we? He's black. I see. Okay. I well, that's what now. that was the joke. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. But let's talk about Breaking Bad. Let's talk about it. About. Oh my gosh. Um, I will say. Um, it should be known by now, but big spoilers. Don't watch this until you've seen the episode unless you would just like to hear this and then see the episode, in which yeah. case you're probably crazy. But, um, yeah, big spoilers for Season 5, Episode 11, Confessions. Initial thoughts, Matt? Um, I, I'm super glad to see that we're going to come to some sort of uh, head with Some sort Jesse, of explosive head. Yeah. Between Jesse and Heisenberg, and uh, one of them's going to die. One of the two. Yeah, and we've always seen, already seen Walt progress. Do you think it'll be in the next episode? Well, I don't think Walt will die in the next episode, but do you think... No, no. Do you think somebody dies in the next episode? Uh, I don't know. Because he had, I mean, he had a, just as a cursory glance at this episode. Yeah. There was a gun held to Saul. There was a, oh, there was a gun waved at Huel, but there was a gun held to Saul. He went to uh, Heisenberg's house, mm-hmm. threw the gas all over the place, so that's... Either a direct threat or an attempt on his life, or at the very least his property. Well, it's a direct threat. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, I guess we're kind of starting at the end and moving backwards. Yeah, but, but I mean, that's that's step one. But honestly, going back to whether or not someone will die, we, are you telling me that if you went through the whole thing that Jesse and Walt have been through, and then Jesse does that, and it's you in that situation, Jesse does that to you? And come, yeah, and with that realization, yeah. Uh, you, you, there's no other choice. You have to kill him. You have to kill him. And who who does Jesse have on his side right now? Jesse. That's it. And he does he doesn't have Saul on his side because Saul is clearly double crossed him. Yeah. Well, he's clearly in, in Heisenberg's camp now. Doesn't have well, any I think family, he's in the, he's any in friends. The, the money's camp. Yeah. Um, but the only the only uh, people that he has are what uh, Badger and uh, and Skinny Pete. Yeah, Skinny Pete. Not even Badger anymore. I don't Badger think they're going to show up. up. Yeah. Or no, Badger's not locked up. Never mind. He got no. arrested though. No, yeah. Yeah. Wait, no, wait, he, no, he didn't. Well, in like, like season the guy that, three. No, I'm talking about the guy that told the story. He was out. He's the one that told no, the Star Trek uh, no. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got arrested in the past, though. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And um, it's not actually, it's not actually, 
who's talking about uh, things in the uh, in the Gamma Quadrant. Not the Gamma Quadrant is the Delta Quadrant. He was in the Voyager universe, not the uh, not the Enterprise universe. Noted. Um, if you'll pull out our notes, there. You pull out the notes. Oh, they are my notes. Um, but starting, I couldn't read them. Star- I don't. You have terrible penmanship. I do. Yeah. So do I. But well, you have you have extremely bad penmanship. And I was watching the episode and jotting the notes down as we went. Excuse me, but let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So, Meth Damon, who we affectionately refer to yeah. Todd as, he has this conversation on the phone. And then, leaving, and then a conversation with the skinheads. He's leaving a voicemail. Well, yeah, he leaves a voicemail for Walter and tells him. Yeah. It doesn't really tell him much. Says we're under new management. So kind of lets him know what's up with the meth, or at least Lydia's operation. And then he um, goes into the diner, and he hangs out with his, his skinhead uncle, and they he tells the story of how they stole the methylamine. And they have this scene where they go in the bathroom, and he wipes blood off of his boot, and then they leave. Mm-hmm. And like you noted, that scene, uh, they drive away into New Mexico. Yeah. So kind of getting the hell out of Dodge kind of feeling. Um what what do you th- do you think that's going to play a part? Absolutely. At all? Why would why would they why would they show that to us now? This, the scenes we're being shown in in this final season, these final few episodes, it's they're they're all integral. Like it, I don't think uh, Vince Gillian is going to waste anything. But do you think he's going to pull? Because my initial thought was that when Todd, because he hesitates a little bit when they ask him if he can run his lab, and he's like, "Yeah, I got this." Yeah, I don't think he really does have it. I think his plan is to kind of call. Heisenberg back into it because he can't produce maybe not even what the other guy was producing underground whoever that guy was mm-hmm. but I don't even think he can produce on his own what anything close to what Heisenberg had yeah so I, I think that's kind of his underhanded plan it's just in the back of my mind whatever whatever kind of fruition that takes or or however it uh, yeah but I mean he was leaving a voicemail for Walt Walt yeah um I, I don't think to I don't think because Walt's back in it or is still in it. I, I think just to keep give him a heads up and let him know. Like it, it was, I mean, I take it for face value of of what he said to Walter to on Walt, the phone. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think that Meth Damon is a is a liar. I mean, he's a Boy Scout. He, he's not yeah, trying but to play he's his a own game. Psychopath though. Yeah, but yeah, but he's not trying to play his own game. Like even in the diner scene, it was clear that the the guys sitting across from him were the dominant we're guys pulling the strings. Yeah. yeah, they were pulling the strings. So a, he's just along for the ride, even with them. Later on in the episode, and I think if things come back on Walter from from that camp, I think that it's those guys who are instigating it, not uh, not Meth Damon. Yeah, uh, later on in the episode, when when they're talking, when it's Hank and Marie, uh, and then they have dinner with the traders, she makes this remark. Um, where she says, she says, uh, kill yourself, Walt. Why yeah. don't you just kill yourself? Yeah. And I thought that was interesting because it, it's noted there. Uh, and then in, in the video that they watch, um, Walt makes the statement that he's often contemplated suicide. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I felt like suicide was kind of taking a, a little bit of a, a, a theme here in this episode. And I wasn't sure if, because the first thing I thought when Hank, or when, when Marie says that to Walt, she says, kill yourself. I think, and if you look back to see to uh, the second, or the first part of this this second half of the season, when Walt uh, has the um, the when he goes back to the rice and he's got the huge beard and when and when he buys the gun at the beginning of five, mm. I think in some regards he takes that path, but it, and not physically in killing himself, but he's just he's dead to everything now. Yeah, I think I think there's kind of a tipping point um, 
either in this episode or the next episode, especially with the the power play that he that he pulls with Hank and gives him the DVD, which does two things basically. He says "f you," <laughs> you know, I'm not yeah. going down. Yeah. And and number two, he says I've got the upper hand here with this story that is fairly viable, you know, as as viable as Hank's story. Yeah, that Walt coming coming even with the evidence. Yeah, of but like the, let's say that he sat down. Let's say that Hank sat down and showed Gomi that that DVD. Uh-huh. Where do you think that would go, though? I think I think it would tip on Walt's side because because like the DEA has no choice but to arrest Hank at the very least for questioning with that type of evidence. Yeah, that's, well, that, maybe, I mean, well, not maybe phys- being a- actually arrested, maybe uh, well, right, but at least held for questioning and probably taken off the case. Yeah, because well, that's how these or things work. Losing his job, that sort of thing. Yeah, or demotion, whatever. Right, and I think Hank knows that, and especially well, obviously. especially with the financial thing, because the fact that Walt has that card, that that would be one of the first questions that an investigation would ask is, "Oh, is that true? Did he actually pay for your medical bills?" And there's no answer for that. Mm-hmm. He can they can't substantiate that any more than Walt paid for him. Yeah, absolutely. Which means you've taken their money, <clears throat> and, and <clears throat> that doesn't ever look good. <laughs> there's there's no way that. Uh, that I can see, of course, I really didn't see this thing coming. But there's no way that I can see that that, in, that Hank would uh, be able to take Heisenberg out by legal means. I think it's he's going to have to kill Fist him. Cuffs kind yeah, of thing. and even if he does kill him, he's going to have to kill Skyler too because that tape, that DVD, will, you know, that tape will come out no matter what if he doesn't take care of all. Don't of you them. think Walt? On that note, though, don't you think Walt is astute enough to have that mailed to somebody in the event of a? Well, Saul probably has a copy. Yeah. Or, yeah. or someone, yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think of that when we were watching it. Yeah, Saul probably has a copy. Well, not only that, but that tape, there's no reason to assume that the, the copy that he gave uh, the Schraders is his only copy. No, no, not <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, obviously, it's not the only copy. If you're going to make something like that, yeah. what are you going to stop the... The uh, CD burner halfway through, be like, you know what? One one's good enough. One's good. One's good <laughs> enough. Plenty. I don't need two physical plenty. copies. No. Um, no, you're gonna make five. Some things about that scene that I thought were interesting. Uh, the just the terminology that Walt used in the confession, which because mm-hmm. he gives the DVD to them over dinner. Um, quote using me to build his empire. Yeah, I thought was pretty wild. Uh, Hank sold me into servitude to Fring. Stuck with me as well. <laughs> I thought that was a very interesting. Well, he, I sentence. mean, he's playing the sympathy card as, as much as he could. It's a wild, wild card. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a big card too. High number. Yeah, probably an ace. Well, probably like ace plus three, ace plus infinity. To try ace. Uh-huh. The elusive try ace. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, what I already mentioned—the often contemplated uh, suicide. You know, I think that I think that gives us because if you look at the character Walt. His options are running out, mm-hmm. okay, and he knows that. Even when he goes back to, uh, towards the end there, when he runs back to the, uh, the car wash and grabs a gun, which he had, he had there for a reason. He yeah. knew, you know, his options are running out, so he grabs this icy gun from the bottom how, of the coke I machine. See, could a gun work like that after it had been frozen over? Those bullets were frozen. Well, it was kind of a coating of ice. I think it could work. I think they would work. You think it could work? Yeah, because mm, maybe. I mean, you can fire guns underwater. Can you? Like, there's well, there's gifs on the internet of it. Oh. I've it never to be, seen these It has gifs. to be true then. GIFs. There's GIFs on the internet. GIFs. They're GIFs. GIFs. You do know that the creator of the GIF recently, and this is a digression, the creator of the GIF, that file format, recently uh-huh. came out and said it's pronounced GIF. But you don't say Gifford or What do you mean Gifford? Gift. It's Kathy Lee Gifford, and you give somebody a gift. 
Okay, well, I'll tell you what. When you create a file format that changes the way we look at the and internet. it's not Jural. You can call it whatever you damn well please. Okay, well, you know. Uh, can we can we concede that? <laughs> Moving on. I'll call things what I want to call them. <laughs> Moving on. Call Breaking Bad awesome. Call your opinion. Terrible. Your opinion. Yeah, you know? <laughs> my, my opinion. Yeah. Um, so then we, we have Jesse and Saul in the desert. And then Walt shows up. Some things that we had just talked about about, about that scene. So he shows up. Uh, no, you know, Jesse tells him he knows your Heisenberg. I don't think he knows much else. Um, he kind of gives the impression that he hasn't told anyone else at the DEA or doesn't really want anyone else in law enforcement to know his suspicion, at least of Walter. Um, something key that I noticed is so Jesse, Jesse plays a strong card with Walt after he says, Hey, you should get out of town. Um, maybe it'd be good for you. Jesse's like, enough with the crap, man. Yeah. You know, like you're, you're been doing this. you playing me the entire time. Yeah. yeah. You've mm-hmm. been playing me the entire time. You're doing this for you. Why can't you just say that? Almost in like a, just give me a shred of honesty. Yeah. That's all I want at this point. You yeah. know, because I know you got to do what you got to do to cover your ass. Your, your, your options are running out, et cetera, et cetera. I'm a liability. I get that. But just be honest with me. Well, that's because he knows and, that, that Walt is still lying to him. Was, yeah. Still lying to him about not just, not just about Mike, but. About Brock and about uh, the Lily of the Valley and yeah. uh, the rice and everything else like that. Well, it turns out that he's not honest with him. Mm-hmm. Says says the words, and then he does this awkward kind of because Jesse's like cut the father crap, you know, like the concerned father act, and then Walt just goes up and gives him this hug, which which was weird. It was weird. It was really weird because and I couldn't decide if like Jesse was was just like so angry he was crying and. I think I, I think what, like what I said a second ago because you don't you don't see his hands go up and like to hug Walter. No, it's back. definitely not reciprocal. Yeah, but it's not it's not like forced. Like Jesse's not trying to run away and Walt's like you're gonna hug me. Yeah, like he, so he gives him this hug and he he does he cries like on his shoulder, and I I think it's kind of Jesse's a little bit um, he's run out. He mm-hmm. I mean he he tried to throw all that money away. He's had it. He knows. Uh, that the kid got poisoned somehow, which he then realizes, you know, a little bit later. Um, you know, he saw the kid, Todd, Meth Damon, shoot the other kid on the yeah. motorbike. You know, he knows there's all this death, all this destruction in the wake of this Heisenberg character. And he knows that not a lot of it is his fault. Well, maybe his fault, but he's he's gone along with a lot of it. He's been played the whole way. And I think he's but just he, kind of spent. He gave, I mean, he gave the world to Heisenberg, though. If Jesse isn't in the picture in season yeah. one, those first couple episodes, none of this ever happens. He's the one who helps him start making meth. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. But I think... But, I mean, he's the reason why all this is, this happened. Yeah. But it's almost like that, that moment of regret because you look back at something and and you've come all that way through it. And yet, even though, even though you've been a part of it the whole way, there's some amount of regret that you have every step of the way. Yeah. Excuse me. And I think that's where I think that's where Jesse is. And like with that hug, like he's just he's just spent. He's mm-hmm. just emotionally drained, and he just cries for a second. Doesn't hug him back, but he just cries on his shoulder for a second. Which again, yeah, the the, the base kind of creepy. It was very awkward. Yeah, and and I think it was probably most awkward for Saul. <laughs> He's just standing in the desert watching. Kind of with his hand in his pockets watching two grown men, grown men hug. Yeah. 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 When was the last time you ever stood in the desert and watched your bros hug it out? I don't want to get into it. Um, oh, okay. That one time at Burning Man, I see. I don't want to get into it. All right. Um, Saul's office. We have, well, there was a there was a quick scene at the car wash uh, where she said, or he's like, he's like, 
it worked. We're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just a, just a really quick scene. And then they go to, uh, to Hank's office where Gomi is like, Hey, you're going to tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. And for a second, I know you thought, and I thought, well, I know I thought he was going to be like, shut the door. Let's talk. Here's what's up. Yeah. And tell him everything just because like he was wearing a light purple, like the color thing threw me. Like as soon as I saw him wearing a light purple shirt, I'm like, okay, now he comes into the picture into the Schroeder camp, into the Hank camp yeah. with the color purple yeah, and stays away from those whites. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, like the, the use of color in, in the, the last three episodes has been stark, for ob- one. obvious, yeah, obvious. It's subtle the past like two seasons, but obvious in these past three episodes, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's it's because it's coming to a head, and like, I mean, you want people to start picking up on those sorts of things. Uh, the meaning of purple, I'm still not sure exactly what it means. Well, Vince Gilligan um, made a comment about it, and uh, he didn't really give a meaning to it, but he made a mm-hmm. comment about it in, in a, a, a Matt's playing with change Sorry. in the background. Vince Gilliam made a comment about Yeah, he made purple. a comment about about just that, 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 and I don't even think he knows, like, it's not like a, this is what it means, but he just kind of made a comment about it in an interview that I heard about how it just signifies um, that that's where, that's where Marie is. It signifies yeah. that, that side of things. Mm-hmm. So, which, like you said, like when Gomi comes in with the light purple shirt on, we're like, oh, he's in on it. Close the door. Yeah. Let's hash this out. Which didn't end up happening. Which, bears the question in mind and obviously we have you know the episode ends with jesse and the, the, the scene where he's, he's dumping gas around there um but what is because hank's options hank's options are running out almost as fast as waltz are yes they are because the longer he goes excuse me the more of a liability it is for him when he does tell whoever he tells at the dea because that's just with the legal thing like that the longer you know about it and not only that, but he's running an investigation. Well, you're that a cop. You're withholding information to. about about something that you know. Um, but again, it it even if he comes forward with, with all the information now, it's still you. It's a case that you were trying to crack. Something you have mm-hmm. been known in the past to not like go of. It's you know it's obvious that. Well, yeah, that's the thing. He could bring it up right now, and they say, "Okay, look, we've had this talk." Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, well, and then he would be in the same shoes he's in now where he has to either deal with it on his own or, or kind of sit on it. Yeah. So, which he hates. We saw that in the dinner scene. I mean, yeah. So that's the angriest we've ever seen Hank, <laughs> except for maybe when he clocks Walter. Yeah. I think that's the angriest we've ever seen Hank. Yeah. But I think, I, th- I think, uh, I think the, uh, the Hank's only course or is, is only recourse is to, uh, Put a bullet in Walt's head. Matters into his own hands. Yeah. Do you think he's going to do that? Just do it. Uh, eventually, I think he'll try. My question. I think, he'll, I think he will try to kill Walt. Backpedaling a little bit in that dinner, I noticed how Marie kept saying, uh, we, we want the kids safe. We want the kids safe. Yeah. She says like three, four times maybe. Which she is, says every single episode. Yeah. The kids are safe. I want to be a kid safe. Question though. And Skylar's like, I brought them back. Yeah. Yeah. I sent them away and I brought them back. It was, up to, it was because of me, not him. Yeah. Sort of thing. Question, though. Do you think that's a play to take down Walt? Or do you think... I mean, obviously, there's some shred of legitimacy. Or do you think that really is her whole... Like, like your situation, your legal situation, your criminal empire, whatever, be damned, all I care about is the kids. Yeah. Or do you think it's that? I don't, I don't think it's that. I think it's kind of a play. You know what I mean? Because the Whites, they're not bad parents. No. 
in and of themselves and of their parenting. I yes, mean, Walt Walt's is put, lying to his kid all well, the time. Yeah, but... and Walt's put the whole family in an, amount, in an insurmountable amount of danger. Yeah. I mean, just a crazy, you know, bringing him into his life. And they have been threatened, unbeknownst to them, by uh, Gus and all that. So, But I was just curious if, if you thought it was maybe a little bit of kind of a play as well as... Well, I think... I mean, she made the play later on when she tried to get uh, Flynn to come over um, unsuccessfully. But, I, you know, she gets him to come over, tells him everything. That's what I think she was trying to do in that Tells him everything, right though, there. but he, he doesn't have anything to tell. Flynn doesn't. No, he doesn't. But if you can get him on your side, you can use... Oh, and tell him everything you mean? Tell yeah, him, yeah, yeah. yeah tell, tell Flynn everything that, that Walter has done. Yeah. And then uh, try to get him on, on your side. Yeah. Um, on the Hank's side. Yeah. Uh, even if that were the case, you know, does, does Walt Jr. believe it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know that he would. I don't think he would either. Uh, and he would have a tendency to not want to believe it, right? Exactly, yeah. You know? You don't yeah. want to believe that about uh, the people that are closest to you. Yeah, your that father. They're secret, yeah. yeah, secretly meth kingpins. I'd like to believe that about some of my friends. Yeah? Well, I could go for their money. What wild secret would you like to believe about me? I'd like to believe that you're a meth kingpin. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's me that you want to believe is a meth kingpin. Yeah. Well, I'm not a meth kingpin. That's unfortunate. Yep. I'm a mushroom kingpin, though. Oh, Jesus. Slinging that silly sidemen, baby. No, I would I would like to imagine, for you, I would like to imagine that secretly you have good taste and you don't listen to things like Skillet <laughs> and like you don't really like Superman. We can let that go. No, we'll have to get into that in uh, episode 11 of Give That Some Thought. Give That Some Thought, yeah. Um, anyways, last third of the episode, really. Um, so, Jesse winds up taking the the bait from Saul or the bait from Walter really to, to yeah. contact Saul's guy um, and, and go underground and be a new person, uh, an underground witness protection, if you mm-hmm. will. And he winds up taking it, goes out to this drop where this guy's going to pick him up, searches for his cigarettes and, and realizes that he can't, he finds the cigarettes, but he realizes he can't find the dope, the weed that yeah, he had in the office, the weed realizes that he will lifted it off him makes the connection that he will lifted it off of him or he will in the in the past lifted the rice and cigarette off mm-hmm. of him and that's where it that's where it went which is kind of a jump um for people for for the casual observer but although i know at this point there are no casual observers everybody who's yeah. watching the show there's no one out there watching the show was like oh, i'll give breaking bad a try yeah because they heard about about it around the water cooler and now they're going to watch well, they it they probably heard about it from yeah. the popularity of this show they're not going to well from the popular our show yeah, yeah because we do want to get the word out about breaking bad um it has got a real cult following right now no yeah. one's really watching only it only a couple people really um it's a, such a great show you hardly see it uh, mentioned on twitter during no. the episodes no not really um, uh, it's really easy not to get spoiled online mm-hmm. the next day there's more th- which, by the way, is complete lies. Yeah. I almost got spoiled like four times today. <laughs> There's uh, skipping there, so many things. It has, on Reddit. Pre- it has a pretty big following on uh, MySpace. Um, yeah, what was I saying again? Oh, um, oh he takes uh, he takes he takes Saul's um, Saul's ba- oh the casual observer about because he realizes when when that he could have lifted the cigarette. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But like to the casual observer, um, you know, you don't really you wouldn't make those connections, right? No one's really. No one watching the show at this point is a casual observer. You know, there's yeah. no one around the water cooler saying, "Oh, well, I'm gonna jump on this Check show out now." That Breaking Bad, yeah, jump in yeah. in episode, season five, episode eleven. No, everybody, everybody, I'm sure who's watching now is completely caught up. Yeah. A lot of people have watched the entirety of the series, and a lot of people know and remember that. Yeah. So I don't think it's a for for this context. It's a completely illogical jump for people to make 
for Jesse to come to that realization. Also, you have to remember that Jesse has been struggling with this kind of mystery of what exactly happened in that situation. Yeah, since it happened. Yeah, since it yeah. happened. Um, and still wondering, kind of a doubt in the back of his mind about what actually happened to Brock. Yeah. Well, in that, and that, that conversation that, that they have in that first episode, Jesse Jesse kind of has a light bullseye on Walt since then. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, this guy's responsible, mm-hmm. one way or the other. And for what happened to Jane, too. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he'll ever learn that, but yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. But maybe that's one thing that, that Walt, like, information that with. gives up in the end. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, I, I watched your junkie bitch of a girlfriend choke <laughs> on her own vomit and <laughs> to, die. To Jesse's face. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a... And she was... Intellectual showdown. She was kind of a bitch. Jane was. Not really. Well, well she kind of... She yeah. Had, she, had she that, wanted the money. She had that tough exterior. She's been hurt in the past. She was adorable. She was good for Jesse, despite she, getting him hooked on heroin. She was adorable. <laughs> Kristen Ritter is good looking. Yeah. Sweet and sweet tell you what. Mm-hmm. Um, Great personality. Well, yeah, anyway, so he realizes... I'd love to get to know her personality. She's so she person- realizes great personality, smoking hot personality. Anyway, go ahead. So he realizes that Huel lifted the cigarette, mm-hmm. makes that intellectual jump. Like like you said, it does seem like a big jump, but with the way that Jesse's been, I don't think it's that big of a it's, jump it, because no, it just it's, clicks for him. It's just that one thing and be like, yeah, the, I'm, I'm just like it clicked for Hank on the crapper. But but yeah, but here's the th- here's the thing with that is that Jesse through the whole series has been falling for Walt's BS the whole time. Yeah. And now he's done. And now, well, no, now he realizes in that moment, waiting for this guy by the side of the road, that this is what Walter wanted all along. Yeah. And he realizes that it's just one more time he's falling for Walter's lies and Walter's BS. Yeah. What he's trying to cover up now, he sees the cigarettes and he's like, just one more. This is, this is the thing, the the thing that he's been lying about to me the entire time. Yeah. This is one more thing he realizes that. If he if he runs now, if he leaves now, there is no resolution, and he and Walt won in the end. Yeah, he, he realizes that Walter is a a true enemy and a you manipulating. Know, he's and has been a manipulating yeah, he, character the whole he's time. The re, he's the real criminal. Um, you know, he has nowhere else to go. It doesn't matter if he's arrested or not. Really, um, I think that might play a part actually too, because because Hank has already said you know he'll try to get him off. So if if he talks, you know, even if he. He could be looking at probation or eighteen months or that kind of thing. And he's not going to be—he's not going to be the one people are going after. Plus, he can, in theory, in theory, with the with the the play that Walt's making right now, if Jesse decided to talk, he could spend that however he wanted to. Like he wouldn't have to say I was a part of any of the murders at all if he didn't want to. That that story is entirely his to tell. All he would be able to, all he would have to say is that at one time, this, this, this. this, yeah, Walter said I'm Heisenberg. Yeah, and I helped him cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, end of story. Yeah, so he he realizes that, or link him to Fring or something, Fring or something like that. Yeah, Jesse realizes that, marches away, um, and the very final scene we have Jesse in Walt's house, in his house. He kicks the door open, uh, and he's furiously dumping what can only be assumed to be gasoline, or he <laughs> either gasoline or he has a serious pa- passion for uh, indoor carpet watering. Indoor carpet watering, like yeah. he really, as many do. Yeah, yeah, he really wants that carpet bed to be well hydrated. Yeah, because he's clearly doing it with a lot of passion. Mm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and a little more angry, and he's doing it a little bit more angrily than you would, you know, water your typical garden. Yeah, but still, yeah, still not that big a deal. A lot of passion. Yeah. Uh, no, he wants to burn that mother down. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah, he's he he is there to bring the place down mm-hmm. uh, out of anger and spite and revenge, really, for Walt. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think because it's interesting to note Walt's obviously not there, 
But I think that's key because he doesn't need to be there. It's not about taking Walt's life. It's about taking whatever recourse I have right now for revenge. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So that being said, uh, someone that didn't, uh, wasn't in last week's episode, Mm -hmm. was in this week's episode. Yeah. I think provides a perfect segue into one of your favorite segments, one of my favorite segments. One of our listeners' favorite segments. One of our listeners' favorite segments. And which segment is that? Stupid Flynn. Hi, guys. Welcome to this week's segment, Stupid Flynn. Um, in this week uh, episode of Breaking Bad, Walt Jr. is in what? One scene? Two scene? One scene. One scene. Yeah, where, one scene. where Walt talks to yeah. him. <clears throat> Tells him about the cancer. He comes into the house. Dad, I'm home. <laughs> says, hey, uh, Marie calls. As Stupid Flynn does. Yeah, Stupid Flynn does, just hobbling into the, into the house. Um, Marie calls him up and says, hey, come over to my place. Yeah. You know, I got bruising bitches. Let's have a chat. Let's chill for a little while. Yeah. No, she wants him to come over so she can spill the beans or get him on the side or just to get him away. Yeah. So, you know, Walter sits down, has a talking to with him and feeds him the, the BS cancer. I've got cancer. Yeah. Um, and just the blankest of blank looks on, on Walt Jr.'s yeah, face. Yeah. At least until towards the yeah. end. Like well, he, the, the, thing that, the thing that got me that made me almost want to laugh out loud at the whole scene was... The the mouth twitching, yeah, yeah, which has been a thing for RJ Met the whole time because obviously with the uh, you know cerebral the, palsy, the cerebral yeah. palsy, which like, we're not making fun of, no, we, no, we not, like at all. not at all, make sure that our listeners, but are you aware. have a hard time controlling your mouth. But that's where all the emotion was in his face, like it wasn't so much in the eyes, you know, he didn't look like he was crying, it was just yeah. the whole mouth working, but almost blank expression the whole time, which is is apropos per for, usual, yeah, for uh. Uh, Walter flame. Jr., um, just the blank, blank expression. The blankest of, yeah. yeah. I feel like we could have gotten a cardboard cutout of Walter and just Jr. Had a, as a and had the same amount of emotional same, weight in that scene. scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a YouTube of, of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again, um, Stupid Flynn was in the episode. Much Matt was to my upset. dismay. I, I really did want them to just write him out and have that be something that, like, well, not not even write him out, but just, just stop writing gone. the character. Yeah. yeah. Which and is never why explain why he last week's was, episode, wasn't there. Uh, if I dare say, of this half of season five, it's Matt's favorite episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that there's, down. I've heard in that, I've heard that there's a the secret, like in season three, like episode six or seven, there's one where Skyler gets naked. That would be like a close number two. Close number two. Yeah. To is last that, week's episode. Is that episode. like a deleted scene? Yeah. What like the, a, yeah, it's director's cut. Like a DVD thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah maybe it's Vince Gillian's personal spank bank. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is that is that what it says on the DVD as the option yeah. to play it? Yeah, it just says Vince Gilligan's yeah. personal spank bank. It says Skylar boobs on it. Well, I was going to say, what if you clicked on that and then it turned out to be all Walt Jr.? How oh. weird would that be? <laughs> just pictures of Walt Jr., like his underpants posing. <laughs> yeah, with like laying down on the bed with rose petals draped across his chest. And the and the, the, the crutches on the bed with him. Yeah. <laughs> with doing nasty sexual things with the crutches. Yeah. Hand motions and all that yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, yeah, so. that's season five, episode eleven. Uh, the episode was titled "Confessions." Uh, if you haven't seen it, or and you've what's a confession that you have, Addison, that you'd like to make right now? What confession? If you can, if you do one, I'll do one. Um, I don't. I don't know that I. I mean, you're putting me on the spot here. Well, just uh, any confession. What type? Give me yours, and I'll. I'll oh, give, okay. Because well, I don't know that I have. At the grocery store. <laughs> 
God. Why did I knew it resulted it was around food? At the grocery store the other day, I was there with Dano. Um, I picked up a box of Cheez-Its, and I'm like, I'm going to go. I picked up the 13.7 ounce. I'm just going to pick up this box of Cheez-Its. Yeah. And I was like, I don't need I don't need to buy the family size. I'm good with just a small box. Oh, there you go. Walked down to the end, of the end of the aisle, and uh, there was a display on the end of the aisle featuring three-pound boxes of Cheez-Its. Think of like your normal box of Cheez-Its. That's a giant Multiply box. that by five times. Wow. That's a lot of Cheez-Its. I bought a three-pound box of Cheez-Its the other day. Yeah. And it's almost gone. I was going to say, are they gone? Yeah. All right. Like four days All right, ago. well, here's my shameful confession. Okay. I went to work the other day, uh, and I made myself some grits for breakfast, mm-hmm. as I typically do. And uh, I like a little something in my grits. A little bit of cheese, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, some butter sometimes. Um, and I didn't have anything. I didn't bring anything. I didn't have anything in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Made myself the grits. Opened up the fridge. Saw a full stick of butter sitting there. Oh. Looked over my shoulder. Did the cursory glance over both shoulders. Grabbed the stick of butter. Put about a tablespoon in my grits. Mm. And they were so tasty. Well, as much as I'd like to continue talking about food. And, and confessions. And confessions. <laughs> food confessions. <laughs> we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah. Um, uh, this week's episode of Breaking Bad was uh, pretty good. We got some things coming to the head with and Walt think, and Jesse. I think the next one's going to be really good, too. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be a fight between Walt and Jesse, which I'm so pumped for. I've been waiting. We've been waiting. The Five whole, seasons, really. Yeah, yeah. The whole series to see what's going to happen. To see a culmination two, two here. Guys. Yeah. Um, my prediction, Jesse is six feet under. By the end of next week's ep- week's episode, no kidding. I think so. I All think right. So, well, it's on the books. It's going on the internet. It, yeah, it's, it's it's available forever from then on. I've said it. I can't unsay it. That's true. Um, that's interesting. I don't know that I'm willing to go that far, but I will say this: it's if you think about it, it's kind of a miracle that Jesse's been alive because Walt kills people he doesn't need. Yeah. Okay. That's just how he does things. Yeah. And he hasn't done that to Jesse yet. That's because, yeah. And for whatever reason or emotion, Jesse or, hasn't come into his house to try to burn it down. <laughs> you know. All the while, Walt was thinking in the back of his head, he's like, he's like, I'll keep this guy alive. I'll keep this guy alive. But the moment he steps in my house and tries to burn it down, he's done. Mm-hmm. So now we have that. So we'll yeah. see. Hopefully, uh, Walt Jr. is in a back room somewhere, sleeping. Well, yeah, goes up and sleeping, yeah. or just like finished, you know, applying a, a liberal amount of. Hand hand sanitizer to his entire body, making him extremely flammable. You know, <laughs> you're so harsh. I'm harsh. I know. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting. <laughs>